Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hi guys and welcome back to the Foster's After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Today we're breaking down discussing episode 4, season 3. I got it out, don't worry. The episode is called Words with Friends. Oh my god, no it's not. More than words. <laughs> I love Words with Friends, I play that all the time. That was a quick jump a for everybody. <laughs> Thanks. I'm introducing Hayden Byerly. Thanks for coming back. Hey, yeah, no, thank you guys for having me back. Of Happy to course. be here. Everybody at home should know, but Hayden, of course, plays Jude. Jude Corn. Jude from the Fosters. Yeah. I know. Glad to have you back. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. You know, uh, Jillian and I were just talking a moment ago about how whenever anyone says, "Oh, you're having Hayden back," you know, uh, you know, what do you guys feel about that? And we always say that they're having a friend back. Mm -hmm. We all feel like friends yeah. now. We're all heavily acquainted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm. Even the engineer was impressed at how tall you've gotten. Yeah. <laughs> well, it keeps happening. It's the running joke in the staff every time you come back. It's like, oh, more inches. More inches. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. No, every time I see someone, they're always like, oh, yeah, it looks like you grew some more. I'm like, I just keep growing. Can't, I can't help, help it. it. It's just happening. Can't stop, won't stop. Nope. <laughs> oh, man, nope. that's so weird, because in Hollywood, we're not supposed to age, so we We've stayed the same age, <laughs> I think. I'm yes. still just out of high school. Yes. Yes. You look fresh as a daisy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're uh, guys, let's do some intros. I'm Jeffrey Masters. I tweet from at JeffMasters1. And I'm Stephanie Georgie. I tweet from at Stephanie Georgie. I'm Jillian Leff. I tweet from at Jillian Leff, and everyone knows Hayden's Twitter handle by now, but remind I, everyone. I'm Hayden Byerly, and I tweet from at Hayden Byerly. <laughs> awesome. And if you guys at home have questions for Hayden, you can tweet um, using the hashtag ABTVFosters. Mm -hmm. Jillian Leff is going to be checking that all night. You can also leave us a comment on iTunes, YouTube, subscribe. Let us know what you think. We love hearing from you. Um, so let's break down this episode, starting with prom night. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I was interested to see how they'd work that out for the genre to like get the prom. It was an LGBTQ prom. Yeah, mm -hmm. specified for lesbian, gays, bisexual, transgenders, and queers. Yeah, everybody. Um, I loved like the mix of people there. I loved the genderqueer um, actor, or at least he was playing a genderqueer character. I don't know that I've ever heard the term, uh, the label identified on TV before as genderqueer, a character. Yeah. That was the first oh, time right. for me. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I've ever really heard that often as well. It was kind of interesting being in the scene and hearing that. I was kind of like, oh, well, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I never and heard I, it in real life. No, me neither. But <laughs> oh, really? I I was just happy, like, yes, that, that was one thing. But that Cole is back. Mm -hmm. I yeah. Know. I yeah. really loved Cole when we first met him at Girls United. And I thought this was sort of the best surprise when we saw in the preview last week that he was actually organizing this entire thing and 
He's he's coming to his own quite nicely. It's great. <laughs> he yeah, I love how they they like address like his lowered voice. Mm-hmm. Like he's going through puberty too, and um, I think for like young trans kids to see this uh, like trans male who's taking off his shirt and like proud and like showing off like his scars, which still looked fresh. Like that's an amazingly brave thing, and so like heartwarming I think for like young trans people to see this on screen. And mm-hmm. just to remind the viewers, the actor that actually plays Cole went through a transition himself. So this is really this is real life for him and it's so nice for people that have never seen that before to actually see it on such an amazing platform like television. The audience is so wide. So. Yeah. There's just something different than seeing like I mean, I am such a Laverne Cox fan, Mm -hmm. but she is like mature and she's gone through this and she's like figured it out. She can speak so intelligently, but to see someone so young and yet still so comfortable with it, it's like unbelievable. Yeah, the the security is nice. And I and I even thought, you know, the moment that Callie had after he had walked away and she was talking to AJ and she got really defensive and protective. It's like, you know, this is my friend. He's always been like this to me. I feel like, you know, Callie was just happy to see Cole happy. And that's what I really liked. Totally. I like to see him with such confidence. The fact that he was going through this transition and she saw him, you know, when he was starting out as this female and then progressively going through this, I think it's incredible that she was supportive because she has seen, you know, him going through these struggles and these issues in Girls United. And so... she is so happy that he is, you know, confident enough to just take his shirt off on the beach and, and not care what other people think because he's happy he's been able to become yeah. himself. And he's so confident about that. His, his character is completely developed, too. I love seeing how different he is from when he was in Girls United to now. He's more smiling. He's up for conversation, looking at everyone in the face, doesn't look down. It's just completely different persona. And it just goes to show you how much how it's true for those who have that identity crisis that it you know it really does they become someone else and they become happier and they just become this vibrant person as soon as they're accepted the way that they prefer to be yeah and i think they uh too that he said he's in an lgbtq home i was gonna say he Mm -hmm. got his happy ending and it's one of callie's first friends that has gotten their happy ending and i thought that was amazing because you know um daphne is going through her own stuff and um Sharinda. Kiara. Kiara. Kiara has her own thing going on. So this is, it's really nice to finally see, you know, one of Callie's buddies living life how it should be lived. And finally, uh, you know, Callie found the Fosters Mm -hmm. and kind of got a happy ending and got out of Girls United. So I think that she's happy that others are starting to find that happiness too. You know, she experienced finding this loving family and she wants everyone else to feel that way in the foster system. So for you know, uh, Cole to finally feel that is just so incredible for her. And there was an amazing moment too when Cole was telling Jude, like, you found the Fosters, you get to be who you want to be. Like, the rest of us are still trying to, like, make sure it's okay where yeah. we've ended up. Yeah, and, you know, because Jude has his two moms who are so accepting of who he is and how he wants to portray himself and who he wants to be, and, and that's what he says. And Jude kind of realizes that, you know, he kind of thinks about Connor's position where his dad is not accepting of their relationship and is not accepting of Connor being gay and he's happy to be in the position he's in. And he knows that there are other kids out there who go through so much and so many bad things just because of who they are, just because of how they feel. And so, I th- you know, he really experiences this feeling of luck. And I think that that is incredible that Cole kind of 
you know, wakes him up a little bit, kind of yeah. shows him, like, dude, you're really lucky. Mm-hmm. Actually, question from a fan, uh, Channing Gotti. Hey, girl. Um, how do you prep for, how did you prep for the scene when Jude and Cole were talking outside one-on-one? Uh, I got to talk to Tom Felon, plays Cole, uh, a lot before we actually filmed the scene. And we just went over it a couple different times. Uh, usually, you know, there's there's not like a ton of mental preparation for mm-hmm. it, I don't think. Because, you know, it just kind of comes naturally. Just in the scene, going with someone like that, uh, we had a great director. Um, our dialogue coach is incredible. So just having all those people kind of help you along the way, you just kind of figure it out. You just go with the flow and just hope that it all looks great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So I know that it's been like a recurring theme going in the show about um, Jude not wanting to label himself. And I think that's really cool. And then today we like got a label. Um, was that something that you talked about with the writers? Because I know last time we heard you were saying that like they want to make sure um, like that that's where the story was going and they want to make sure you were comfortable with it. Was like the labellessness of Jude part of that conversation? Not necessarily. They kind of figured that, you know, like this is the path that they wanted to take with him not necessarily openly calling himself gay or owning up to this in, in public because of the fear of the of what that label could bring. Um, and now they're kind of showing you that, yeah, there there may be some negatives to that, but you can't be scared of that because there's so many positives as well. Yeah. So they're basically just trying to show people that there are two sides to it. And that, you know, like Cole said, labels are not for everyone. You don't have to have a label. But there is some power in them. There is some good to them. Yeah. And I thought that was an amazing argument coming Mm -hmm. from Cole, too. Mm -hmm. One that probably no one else in the show could have said, you know? (laughs) No, never. And it just gave you a good understanding. As, like, the second Cole said, you're like, you're right. Absolutely. And I liked, actually, the way that it finally came out when you saying it. I I thought it was a good segue into it. Yeah, just a little... Okay, he's there. It was yeah, so yeah, pretty much. And it's such an interesting like juxtaposition too, and like the timelines of Gavin and Connor. Or excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> Connor played by Gavin and Jude, because like Ga- uh, Connor is like not accepted at home, or it's been a slow process, and yet he's out and about with his label. Mm-hmm. And Jude is like one hundred thousand percent accepted, and still like um, getting used to it. Just a cool example about there not being like a timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy how they have the, the different opinions based off of it. Like, most people would probably think that Jude is very open in public because his family is so accepting yeah. and mm-hmm. so open about their relationship, but he's a little more reserved. So it's kind of interesting to see the two sides of that. Um, we actually that. have another fan question. Uh, Jonner on Ellen. She wants to know... Uh, like the name? Yeah, that, that's the name. <laughs> so he or she, I don't know, but hello. Uh, <laughs> was there any music playing during the actual filming of the dance scene? No, there was not. Uh, it's kind of funny when you do that. Usually there's not music playing uh, <laughs> whenever you hear there is music. So it's them just dancing to an imaginative song in their mind. <laughs> um, what were you imagining? I have no idea. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> For the slow dance, yes. there was actual music. Okay. Because there was no lines over it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't overlapping anything. But for everything else, like when, when uh, Jude walks up to Connor and he's dancing with everyone, he's like, what are you doing? No music there <laughs> at all. So it, it looks really weird, but just a bunch of people in a room dancing to nothing. But when they edit the music in it, it looks great. That's great. It looks so real. Who's keeping the beats? How do you do that? Uh, yeah, right. Everyone's dancing to like a different song in their mind. Connor was just right. like kind of jumping. I was like, I, I know, get I it. Get it. it. I yeah. Gavin was so nervous. He was like, 
I don't know what to do. I don't know how I'm gonna, I don't dance. I'm like, you'll be fine. It'll be great. I wonder if, did the dancing make you more nervous than the kiss? Or, or Yeah, <laughs> right? what were you more afraid of, dancing or the kiss? Sophie's choice, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I just think like a dance like this for um, young LGBTQ characters as Jude and Connor are to be able to go to and see there's other people my age going through the exact same things, no matter what home life is like. If you've got like two moms, it's different to see people your age. And I think that's like the most valuable thing for like two characters like this to have. And yeah. I also think we've seen so many dances on television where the gay character is the outcast at something like this. And for them to be, you know, sort of taken in right away. Like, I loved that introduction with the two characters sort of walking right up to you guys in the beginning and be like, hey, this is who I am. And like, this is what I'm about. That doesn't happen. Yeah. And that was so nice because obviously they see that you're sort of uncomfortable in the situation. You know, you're you're new to this and they just want to welcome you in. So yeah. I, I liked that so much. And I love that they were taking Connor under his wing and being, you know, like they're letting you bo- each of you know like you're not alone in the world. Yeah. Um, just FYI. <laughs> and yet they're still really giving bad advice to Connor. <laughs> oh, so bit. bad advice. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Just trying to break up John in a way. Yeah, but he was probably like, oh, you yeah, he was jealous. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Trying to steal Connor from Jude. I know. Oh, I know. right. Can't break up Jonner. Oh my god, fans would be livid. <laughs> They'd be riding on the streets if oh Jonner broke up. I get that it was a little ne- negative from them that Jude was like, I'm just Jude. But I think that was one of my favorite parts. When you're like, I'm Jude. And you didn't even flip, yeah. like you know, didn't skip a beat. It was just perfect and was so funny. confident. I loved it because it it almost puts people back because of how I still feel like you were confident in saying that you were just Jude. Yeah, and just being Jude. Well, I thought mm-hmm. it was funny how uh, they were kind of standing there after he was like, he was like, yeah, hi, I'm Jude, and they were just kind of standing there like, and <laughs> you're what? Like, right. when, what are you? And he Which was I like, feel like was a little annoying too. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah, just let in him a way. Say that. So like, it was pushy. Just yeah, a little bit. But I think that's why we've loved it so much because Jude, played by you, has never been like um, like apologizing about his lack of label. It's mm-hmm. never been through like uncertainty and whatnot. It's just like, it's a confidence in that, that mm-hmm. like I'm still, I don't want to decide yet. Right. As opposed to like, no, I, I don't actually want to decide, I promise. Yeah, yeah. for sure. He's yeah. very open and very, he's very, uh, he owns it. Yeah, He owns the fact that he is himself and that he's happy with that. He doesn't need to say that he's gay to feel like that's you know him telling everyone who he is yeah totally and i think also callie is starting to own the fact that she is the unicorn herder for the misunderstood and the outcast <laughs> just like reining them in yeah. and letting them know that you are like perfect the way you are speaking of callie i loved the moment where she was slow dancing with cole and you were slow dancing with connor and you guys both shared a look and i was like they're connecting again oh my <laughs> god because i feel like you guys have lost touch kind of it seems you know, that way yeah it's yeah. not it's not so close you know because mm-hmm. you know jude's close to the family now so he's kind of in a secure place he's figuring himself out okay. callie's dealing with a lot of her adoption issues and some other stuff so they've kind of had like you know some separate stuff going on so it's it is nice to see them 
uh, continue to have that brother sister bond. I loved that. I just like that they're finally in a place where they're not so dependent on each other. Mm. That's yeah. what's, that's what's good to see is that you're both yeah. comfortable. Like you said, you have the security of the rest of the Fosters, and Callie's just kind of doing her own thing. Where before, all you guys were thinking about was what's you doing, what's Callie doing, what's Callie doing. You know, right? So, it was so invested all, in each other all the time. Exactly. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, at Allen TV guy said it was great to have Happy Jude back last night. Is he here to stay for a bit? Happy Jude can always make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's hope Happy Jude's here to stay. <laughs> you never know. I mean, something random could happen, and then Jude's sad again. So. Right, teenagers. I mean, Hay- Hayden's the happiest kid, so I'm I don't, I don't so know how he gets happy. into sad Jude. Yeah, it's a long process. That preparation takes forever. <laughs> Usually, I watch like Marley and Me a couple times, <laughs> get really worked up. And then I go to work. Guys, it's a family drama. <laughs> you will not stay happy, okay? Don't Listen, ask we know that. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was very happy this episode with the Callie AJ progression. I've been very critical every season about Callie's choice of men. And while this one is not that much better, they just have such amazing chemistry. They that, really do. Yeah, have we named them yet? Are they the, like, a jolly? I thought they were KJ. No. KJ. Oh, well, KJ. I think KJ is better. I don't know about yeah. jolly. A, a jolly. So, uh, wait, like, a, a jolly? A jolly. Oh, but that's a like jelly. A L L. Jelly. Jelly. Jello. 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 I um, think KJ. <laughs> or CJ. Wait. CJ, KJ? There's not a good one. They should rename AJ. Just not. Just have him a better ship name. Listen, the sexual tension has been building. I've been waiting for this, even though I'm still Team Brally, because there was a moment in this episode where I almost died. They were talking about trust in the beginning, and Callie said to Brandon, I didn't trust anyone until you showed me I could. Oh, I know. <laughs> I completely disapprove of AJ and Callie. She's you heard doing it. the Brandon thing again. This is no, you can't do this. That, that's the Just o- screw up the adoption again. Yes, exactly. That's the only reason <sighs> why I disagree with it. However, I do like that Callie is seeing a different type of sexual tension because nope. Wyatt and Brandon both were kind of weirdos to her. Like, oh, I'm weird too. Let's be weird together. Where AJ's be, just like, hey, girl, I'm into you. <laughs> I'm so straightforward you know. too. It was he funny. Is. And, but it's nice because he's doing it in an aggressive way where honestly I think that that's the type of guy that would be able to hold Callie down with the way that she is however her heart's already taken so that's understandable but I agree. AJ was spitting that game just right he was man up. he was sly it was funny seeing those comments where he yeah. was making to her you when like, he whispered to her shoulder I was like oh my god <laughs> I know no one has been that overtly fl- flirtatious with mm-hmm. her it mm-hmm. was great it was super good she's gonna like it him. You think you think she's gonna like him? It being their relationship, yeah, I do. That's nice. Yeah. That being said, though, like I'm mad because the internet world has always proclaimed um, Brandon's music camp friend to be her love interest this season. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah, that's what we did here. Yeah. But I mean, AJ makes a lot of sense right now. I just need AJ to move in with Mike Tucci. Wait. Uh, Mike Tucci. <laughs> Danny Nucci plays Mike. Mike Nucci. Oh, <laughs> New character. It's okay. Um, it's what brother. is that called? Jeff, Jeff is actually shipping actors with their uh, with their names. Yeah, on with a real name. So, so it's Jeff, Gavin and Connor. Oh, the best couple. Um, <laughs> um, t- um, Mike. Yes. Thank yes. Mike. I need him to move in with Mike ASAP. So yes. they can just like so go that can happen. Prom. Yeah. Absolutely. It's going to happen, guys. I don't know, but in the preview for next week's episode, there's a lot of tension between Callie and Brandon because he's super jelly of AJ. So I wonder if anything happens. Like, I I know Bradley's endgame. I get that. But, like, I kind of want something to happen. 
Um, I think it will. It's gonna. I think it will progress to a situation where more things like this are gonna happen, where Callie is mm-hmm. gonna be introduced to other people and vice versa, yeah. and they're gonna finally decide whether or not that's okay for them. So Brandon's gonna have to come to the decision to either tell the family and tell Callie, look, this is no way. I'm not gonna see her with anyone else. If you would have told me that Mariana and Wyatt were gonna have sex last <laughs> season, I'd be like, you are such a liar. But it happened because this show does everything. I that's know. true. And yet, isn't next episode the <clears> one where Callie and Brandon go to Mexico? Mm-hmm. Mexico! <laughs> yeah, what? Oh my god, they're gonna get drunk down there. Oh. Yeah! Do they have fakes? I wonder if Callie drives because she has her license now. Oh god. <gasps> she gets into trouble already. Uh-oh. Dana put that idea in her mind. Yes, you're right. Or, uh, you're right. Yeah, Dana. Yeah, Dana. <laughs> oh no, I'm so nervous about next week, guys. Oh my Should we wrap gosh. up now? I can't talk anymore. No, I'm so excited. <laughs> Lindsay, oh. Lindsay tweet said... Oh my God, Callie, don't get involved with another guy who lives in the house. <laughs> I yes. know, she just, wait, yes, hold girl. on. I want to also say, she told Cole that she's not interested in another boyfriend right now. And now she's going to move mm-hmm. on to eight. Like, that's a little hypocritical. I mean, just she definitely saying. had to tell Cole that. Just so saying. He knew what was I don't want to like, imply your dating experience, but that's what you tell people. <laughs> oh, well, that's very common. Well, if that is how you date, I, I, I'm going to fail. I'm just going to be too honest. I'm just going to be too truthful. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll learn fast. Getting worry. a lot of trouble. Oh no, they'll beat that out of you. <laughs> oh, wait, you know what we didn't talk about, which I the fan a fan just brought up, um, the shirt that Connor gave Jude. Oh yeah, what? I'm not gay, but my boyfriend is. <laughs> oh, that is yeah. I'm, why did not we talk about that? It was that was so the best thing. Funny. It, I might. It is great. I, how did you keep a straight face? You were like mad. Oh, it was I, so. I would have been dying. Uh, it was so funny when it was on him because they did him first, so I got my laughs out then. <laughs> But after that, it was it was great. That is so funny. I can't get over how wonderfully proud Connor is, mm-hmm. and that that shirt was perfect. He was like, "Look, like I just wanted him to be like, look, babe. Like yeah, I just no, wanted he, he was babe. like, hey, that, look what I got all you. He was the babe. It was great. It was so excited about it too. He was like, "Hey, look, look, aren't mm-hmm. you, isn't this awesome? No, and you know what? You were really starting to see the and like the development of this relationship, their dynamic. You guys are genuinely becoming a couple, and not just a hey. So we kind of like each other. Now it's you know they're babes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Last episode, they were bickering. It's perfect. Oh, They're a real <laughs> couple. Exactly. Y'all made it. Oh, you guys are so cute. Jonner. <laughs> we love Jonner uh, here. Um, just to wrap up our AJ discussion. Yeah, sorry. He put the baseball back. Everyone forgave him. Mm-hmm. Um, do we think that's where it's going to end? Or was that like no. a premonition of what's to come? Brandon hates him. <laughs> well, okay, do we think it's going to end in a fist fight like last season? Mm. No. Bang, bang. Ooh, Brandon maybe. cannot hurt his hands. Pow. Although he did get kicked out of Idle Wild. So. He can because he's yeah. just a composer He doesn't need now. to play piano anymore. Right, exactly. He can get into boxing or something, fighting. <laughs> right. That was a that was a bold move to like copy Bach to like say it was not copied and then to say it was copied. You but I guess. Me, right? but, I, but do you believe him? <laughs> do you believe him? Because I think it was it was a smart move on his part, or at least the way he explained it, where he was like, I knew that cat or. Cat, that's her real name. Yeah. Um, no, that's her name. You know, I knew that she was going to diss this, and it's this amazing composer, and you just don't like working with me. And I think that was the whole lesson. Mm-hmm. But do you guys buy it? Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because it, like, uh, oh, sorry. Well, the teacher. <laughs> it's like yes. Oh yeah, yeah, I buy it. <laughs> no, but the teacher had even said that it was something that's very unknown. It wasn't that, like a very popular, you know, composition that Bach had done, and mm-hmm. that was a perfect example to be like, look, it's not me, it's Cat. Mm-hmm. It's in 
haha in her face because she was the one that looked like an idiot and said, uh, yeah, it's not that good. Did oh, really? he look up unknown Bach fugues or just unknown fugues? I think he dis or Bach. I think he said Bach. I think he yeah. said Bach, and I think that that kind of also proves that he was looking for a specific Bach fugue, mm -hmm. but he wanted it to be unknown and like you know hidden so enough. She wouldn't enough. recognize, she wouldn't it. recognize exactly. it. I think I think it was a very smart plan. I he know. got kicked out, right. but I think it was still <laughs> exactly. a very smart plan. And that's what happens when you play around like that. You know, they're not being serious, but yeah, whatever. And I know that Brandon has made mistakes. They all have and they all will because they're still like growing up. But mm -hmm. it was just so out of character for him that it really made my like ears like perk up. Like, is he going through with this? <laughs> What's he doing? Yeah. And then they both get voted off the island. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Survivor. That's how I felt. Yeah. Yeah. I was Although like, they didn't show his part. So I'm wondering what went down in the room. Are we ever going to find out? Because he said it's a long story. Like, I hope that he explains I what happened. I don't know. But now it's like a question. <laughs> I know. He can't say anything. He's I like, know, I've right? read the script. Well, yeah, I just read the, we had the table work for season 10, or episode 10. I wish it was season 10. But we had the table work for episode 10 today, which is the finale. And, um. Oh, man. God, so many people would kill to read that script. Y'all's finales are the most dramatic thing I've ever seen. And we yeah. drop and so many bombshells. And also, we leave so many doors open. So many cliffhangers. Good. Are you oh allowed to tell us, to, you might not be able to, are you allowed to tell us if we will see the new actor playing Jesus this, this season? Uh, I don't, I'm not exactly sure. Okay. Yeah. That's my we answer. Ta we talked about that a little bit last episode. If not, then like next half, because it's always A and B, right? It'll, yeah. yeah if, I mean, you'll probably see him in the third season. So whether right. that's, you know, B or A. Gotcha. You know, maybe the end of A, but, but it, it okay. you know, yeah. It'll happen. Mm, <laughs> they didn't finish shooting and maybe TBD. TBD guys. TBD, exactly. Um, with the cat thing, I've been so mad at the way that all the faculty and staff at the camp have let her treat Brandon and every other student. Just the way that she talks to them and they mm -hmm. look at her like, oh, that's how people talk to each other. Danny Sanchez, who is, I'm living for him right now, he says, the character cat deserved to be kicked out of the camp. She's like so man manipulative and rude. Like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Which is exactly how I feel exactly. all the time. Like, like bye. Yeah. Like, bye. <laughs> bye. No. I agree, Danny. I think we all agree. Is that Danny Nucci or no. Danny Sanchez? I wish it was no, Danny Nucci. Danny, it was Danny Sanchez. Uh, Danny Nucci hey. needs to be watching the show right now. Danny, Danny Nucci is my tweet. best friend on The Fosters. <laughs> I love everyone, so but Danny weird. Nucci is my best friend on The Fosters. I wish he was my best friend. I'm super jealous. He is uh, just... I don't work with him a whole lot right. because, you know, it's usually... Um, him and David, or mm -hmm. now, uh, you know, um, you know, some him other... And some him and AJ. Him and AJ, yeah. So... For him to kind of go into, uh, you know, scenes with everyone, you know, and I'm in it, it's just a fun day overall. <laughs> the Foster's Day is always great, but when mm -hmm. he's there, it's, it's just... Even better? He's a funny guy. That's awesome. <laughs> That's like the episode ending on, like, the family dinner. I was like, oh, they're all together. Yeah, all eating, all hanging out. Which, Brandon is a hot mess right now. He is, The way man. he showed up, and I mean, I understand the situation, but it's just so funny that he has his own storyline that doesn't even have to do with the family. <laughs> no, it's he's separate. Just, it's just completely separate with him and only him. It's, yeah, it's just funny with that character. He keeps, like, screwing up, for lack of a better word, and yet he is innately, like, a good person. Yeah. He's yes. a good character. Like, he means well, always, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. he can't. His life. Girl. <laughs> he can't. Like bye. Like bye. Like bye. LMAO, he got kicked out of Camp Rock. <laughs> that was John or underscore trash. Uh. Um, okay, so tell me, what do we think about the updates in the Mariana Matt relationship? They have called it quits. 
for like the time being. I think Matiana is done. I do too. But that she's is so sad. Matiana. It, I didn't know <laughs> that. Didn't know. I was I was repeating because I was like, that's really clever. It's in the <laughs> it's because it's usually a ship name is usually you know you take like the first letter of someone's name and makes it you know like John or mm-hmm. it's Juden Carter. That's why I couldn't figure out AJ's. But Matiana, <laughs> like that's in the middle of the name. It, it changes. That's. Perfect. Unheard of. <laughs> well, it's, that's it's a special relationship that's now gone. Right. Maybe. You just blew Hayden's mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so amazed. It's okay. Make sure you tell Sierra that. I'm sure she knows. Matiana. Matiana. Oh, man. I would assume. I, I, but I do sad. think they're done. Ugh. Steph, you, what, what are you going to say? Just Mariana. What is. God, I mean, her character's so good right now because of everything that's happening, but it's just so. It's exactly what, what I thought. She's starting to get attached to Wyatt. You can tell because she's like, no, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't do this. However, I'm glad that the storyline is that Matt's going to go on tour. Mm-hmm. So it's more reason. Like, we can accept the fact yeah. that they're not going to be together. It's not like he's just going to be around, he's actually going to be traveling. But it's just, it's so sad because she could have lost her virginity to someone like him and instead she did it to Goldilocks and it just sucks. Goldilocks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you think that Mariana is going to slowly fall in love with Matt? I think that, no, she's going to build attachments because they're already flirting. They have this little, you know, inside secret. Well, so, Do you think Wyatt, that she just genuinely likes Wyatt? That she, I think like, she's starting to. I mean, like but this has happened, so now, now she's kind of growing more Because now they officially attached. have something in common, so they're the spark of conversation is allowed to happen regardless of what it is. So everything that they do is flirting because of what's already happened. What's I don't think Mariana is flirting. I think that Wyatt is coming on really strong. He and is. I do too. Yeah. But Mariana still, she's starting to. Why she is like it. she's, she's flattered by it. She fancies it. But there's like a, a phase in the like dating process where when someone shows you attention, you say this is nice, and you like let it go on because like it feels good. Versus being like, oh, do I like this person or not? And I think she's still in that mm-hmm. being sixteen-ish years old. I just think we've seen her grow so much, and I really like everything that she's gone through on the show. I mean, when we first met this character, she was really unsure of herself, willing to change herself for a guy, and and then she sort of, you know, fell into her own again, and then she wanted to do it again with the blonde hair, changing herself to be a part of another group, and, you know, she's really making these adult choices now mm-hmm. and it's kind of nice to see someone so open because we didn't get to see that with Callie. Callie yeah. came in and she was like I'm damaged goods already like sorry like I have a lot of problems. Right. So. Yeah yeah and Mariana kind of she's she's showing the audience that so although it's heartbreaking that Matt is is no longer with her anymore for the time being I think that we're gonna see some really interesting moments with her because yeah. it is the summer. I mean, live I a little girl. I mean, you, bench, oh, sorry, please. No, no, no. Um, do you think that Matt will ever find out about Mariana losing her virginity to Wyatt? I mean, Ooh. he's going on tour, and now they've broken up. Do you think that it will still get out, or do you think that it's just not gonna? <laughs> Look at him asking these questions. I'm just. I'm I think just... that it will, and I think that Matt's gonna knock Wyatt out. <laughs> He's Lay gonna fight. Out. That's gonna be a fight. He's gonna be like, well, what about Callie? That's true. Will Callie find out? Okay, here's what I think is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It's such a tumultuous like story point mm-hmm. that, that happened. I think the writers, since he's now on tour, I think that this could like throw a wrench in the entire show for Callie, for Wyatt, for mm-hmm. Mariana, for Mariana the family. I think they're gonna put this to rest for like a couple episodes, we're gonna forget about it, and then we're gonna bring it back in <laughs> to make it more dramatic. Um, but I think what w- will happen is that Matt will come back after the fall. He, maybe he'll like be with Lou, maybe not. That's a side <laughs> plot. Um, 
I think she's gonna confess it to him. Mm-hmm. And I want to see them like talk about it and her be like, you know, it was a mistake, but like, that's life. She'll I, be more comfortable. You're right. And then she'll sing red to, red to him. No so, regrets. It wasn't clearly mentioned in the preview, but there was mention of a pregnancy test, mm-hmm. and they sort of flashed to Mariana. Oh, so God. I feel like this may come out. Sorry, sooner rather than later, if that's the case. I mean, we had said in last week's episode or the week before that they did use protection, but you know sometimes that that does not work. Mm -hmm. So could it be Mariana's pregnancy test? What are you guys feeling about that? He can't answer, but you you two can. Tell me. the only one in the show that... Like it's anywhere in that proximity. It's Brandon's right. pregnancy mm-hmm. test. Unless, <laughs> unless they find the pregnancy test and they assume that it's Callie and not Mariana. But also, it couldn't. It could create. It will create drama. Mm-hmm. That's a given. It couldn't create not that much because they could assume it was just Matt and Mariana. Mm-hmm. And then after it blows over, they'll forget about it. And then Mariana's gonna cry and she's gonna be like, "It wasn't Matt." Then who was it? <laughs> I'm sorry, Kelly. This could just Why? ruin everything. Honestly, there are just like these sleuths on Twitter. I can't stand it. You guys stop tweeting me spoilers, but I'm going to share this one. Erin um, <laughs> Kelly said, Jude plans a birthday party for Callie in episode six, and I think that's where Callie finds out about Mariana and Wyatt. Oh, no Wyatt, reaction oh, out of Hayden. <laughs> um, I got a good poker face. You're not getting <laughs> nothing out of me. But how no do they hits. know this? Like, I need to get on the fan forums. I don't know what. Aaron, where'd you find this? <laughs> He's sneaking onto set. I'm like, they're like on bits. Wikipedia. They're probably filling in the the information on they there. They really do. They cracks me up when they drop like the episodes that this is all on. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, how do you know this? <laughs> it was where, the, who's it, your in? It was the fans who spotted last episode the um, single mom who they're trying to set Monty up with from mm-hmm. season one. Jenna? Oh yeah, she yeah. was at the slam poetry night She's from season Garrett's one. Mom. Yeah, she was. We She's, had no idea. Nope. Mom, yeah. It's kind of crazy that they brought her back after all this time. She's Amazing. hilarious, by the way. But it's <laughs> kind of really funny, funny that they brought her back as the person, as the old friend, and yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Instead of just introducing someone random, exactly. they bring someone from way back in the past and pull her crazy. forward. It makes more sense. It's perfect that yeah. way. Yeah. They don't have to explain this other person. They just exactly. It's right. like oh, it's Garrett's mom. Jenna, yeah, it's Garrett's mom. Yeah, exactly. What are you giggling about, Jillian? <laughs> At John or Cutie said, "I would live for Matt beating up Wyatt. Like, please." <laughs> I know, right? Hey, me too. Well, I thought it was clever of the writers to have this all happen at the beach day where that happened with Wyatt. Sure. And where he's now a lifeguard, so it's going to continue to happen in their lives at the beach. You know, it's not something <laughs> she can just avoid and forget about if she's going every weekend with her friends. Did you guys see Wyatt's arms, though, in that scene when he was the lifeguard? He looked amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Steph just wants to... I just... You know what? I was run mad about fingers it. Because his hair. No, I don't. Because I'm about Matt. I'd rather run my fingers through his hair. Okay. But his bob. When... Stop it. I'm not doing anything. I'm just... No, but right when I saw it, I was so mad. I was like, damn it. Why do you look good? I know Mariana was pissed, too. <laughs> <laughs> she was surprised. It wasn't. It, it wasn't was a double. Wide. No, yeah. it wasn't. It was a double. Please I, I knew it kind of didn't look like idea. him. Did it? He was a little too buff. Right? Well, well, well too know. meaty. Let me well, get well, Aiden. Buff. Let me oh. get that double's <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah, right? All right. And next time Love I'm on the show. <laughs> oh, that's a budgetary. They can't afford a Wyatt if they're just going to show his back. Get a body double. <laughs> they have, they, get a, get a Alex Wyatt. Alex is too expensive to just have him there for that shot. Yeah. So they had to get some. He's not talking. It's fine. Oh, and then he's like, fine, but hire someone buff like, for staff. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, guys, we got to talk about the family dinner with mm. brother Nate. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, man. So half-brother. Thank mm-hmm. you. Half-brother. From her father's first marriage. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Yvonne Parker is back. Who I'm She's so fly. With. I love her. She's the best. <laughs> she needs her own show. She's everything. If it was a spinoff, I'd be cool with it. Is that going to happen, Hayden? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. Look at that. Hayden said he can't answer. <laughs> yeah, right? I if, if Yvonne gets her own spin-off before me, something is wrong <laughs> with this show. It could be together. A grandmother show. A gra- <laughs> you have the best grandmas on the show. Oh, I my God. Agree. Oh, yeah. Lorraine. Annie Potts. And Annie Potts. <sighs> I they are amazing. I Annie is so I when I had the scene with her with the folding beds and then the whole time that was amazing. And then Lorraine is always such a wonderful person to work with. Oh. I, it, it, I mean, it's incredible. Damn. And then um, Annie Potts. Thank you. Yeah, bless you. Uh, Annie, her husband actually has directed a couple different episodes for the Fosters, and he's amazing as well. So. Oh my god, that was the Amataco scene. Yes, it was, and he directed that episode. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, with her and you. That's so yeah. fine. Oh my god! It was hilarious when they would bicker, they go back at each other during the scene, like they'd be rehearsing, and he'd be like, "Are you ready?" And she's like, "No, I'm not ready." And they'd just like <laughs> bicker with each other and make funny little comments. It was it was entertaining. Oh, nice. Oh my god! Um, I got that at the dinner. Like Lena wanted people to stand up with her when she was mm-hmm. like asking for the apology, but I also get like this is not the time or place. Right. Yeah, that I was just, a little awkward for me. I get you, but you've been waiting so long to do something like this that, especially with the girlfriend into oh, the mix. Faith. Oh, oh, I believe that's the reason why I think it wasn't the appropriate time. Because as much as that the girlfriend was black, it was his part of his past. Mm-hmm. So we should, you know, they shouldn't damage what he has now. Yeah. And it was just, it sucks for her because that put her in a very awkward situation. And you don't want to get into someone's relationship in that way. However, to bring someone like that and then to even bring up an apology without it being the right one mm-hmm. is pretty disrespectful. Timothy Owens on Twitter said, do you think Nate was in a serious relationship with Faith? Oh, if it was an actual like six month relationship. Yeah, yeah I do. I with, think so too. Mm-hmm. I don't think, he didn't necessarily know Lena's intentions or Dana's intentions of getting an apology. So I don't know why he would get like a fake girlfriend or like a temporary one. Yeah, I right. agree. I just thought it was like to throw us off as viewers, which it did, because mm-hmm. we're expecting this like KKK clan member to show up in like a robe, and yet we find like a nice looking guy with like this girlfriend. You're like, oh, darn it, we can't hate him. I just think <laughs> that, you know, obviously that's a word that no one should ever say, and they didn't say it in this episode for that reason. And I think that it really taught people the importance of the word because I think some people lose sight of it. You know, a lot of people just use that word, they throw it around mm-hmm. and it, it's not something that should be thrown around. And I think that was the whole point of it. You know, how it not just affects the person, but other people around that person. Well, it's just an extremely offensive word yeah. and it's derogatory, it's unnecessary. And that's why they, they stop it every time they're about to they're like, no, because we already know what it is. Mm-hmm. Don't, you don't even have to say it because it's stupid just yeah. to say it for the sake of the scene. I just think that it was, it, I, I didn't like the whole Nate thing, how he's like, oh, you see, you chose them again, you chose them again, because then it just gives him reason, and then it makes, that's, I feel like that storyline's definitely not dead, because he, I don't think so either. You know? And it's just weird for the father to be like, why didn't you tell me? And then she's like, because I knew you would never forgive him, and he's like, you're right. So gl- it just sucks. Yeah, I'm glad that she was able to, like, to voice that reason, though, first as the audience, because it's like, oh, you're exactly right. Mm-hmm. I did like the fact that Steph stood up for Lena, though. Um, there's a bunch of people on Twitter talking. Uh, let's see. Um, Blue for Jude. 
They said, love how Steph got snappy at Lena's mom. Hashtag catfight. Hashtag bye-bye. <laughs> um, Lily White said she Steph was so protective over Lena. Um, it's her wife. It's her business. Steph <laughs> was unleashing it. I love it. And I, but Steph did it respectfully too. It wasn't mm-hmm. as if she was, you know, at the end of the day, you have to respect your elders and you want to respect your spouse's, you know, parents. Mm-hmm. And that's important. But I love that she also used the same way that you're going to defend your husband, I'm going to defend my wife. And you just need to kind of take her side and see what the situation is. So I thought that was a great scene also, it's, especially between adults, you know, not like yeah. any of the teen drama or anything. Like that was just so real. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I agree. And like the fact that they didn't get a reconciliation at the end, which no. is kind of like, it made his family so much more real. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like loving people with like great kids and it's like they can sometimes, I know that things go wrong, but they can be like the perfect family and the fact that like they couldn't figure it out with like their half brother, it's like, yeah, that, that happens a lot. But they closed on the family and they were all together mm-hmm. and that's what's oh, important that's because no matter yeah. what happens, they're a unit and right. I think that that's the whole message of the Fosters. They're going to be with each other through anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We all stay together. Mm-hmm. We, all we ride together, together, we stay together. Or how does that go? I don't know. We ride together, we die together. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Hayden. Of course. Oh my god, I think I'm I just felt old right now. <laughs> that sucks. Okay, cool. Awesome. That was an experience for all of you to witness. <laughs> oh my god, let's jump to some predictions, yes, guys. Yes, please. We've kind of woven them throughout, but let's make them official. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Um, who wants to start? Do you have anything brewing, Steph? Mm-mm. Nothing at all? I don't know. I want to hear your predictions first. Okay. Oh, my God. So much pressure. Um, well, I'm really excited for Brawley next episode since we got a taste of it today. Hashtag Brawley in Mexico. Mm-hmm. I know. Viva la Brawley. <laughs> right? You heard it first. Um, Live in la vida, Brawley. Ooh, there we go. How far can we go with this I joke? don't know. <laughs> perfect right there <laughs> just stop while you're ahead but exactly. i'm excited to see them in a car together because as someone who has taken long road trips with their significant other before right? sometimes it's really good sometimes it's really not when you're sitting in traffic and frustrated with each other it's actually the combination of both exactly so i'm excited to see how that goes also we have not seen them together by themselves in a really long time we've seen them interact in the house outside on the porch so I'm excited for some Brawley alone time. And I for hope- For such a long time. Yeah, yeah. In a closed, confined space. Which <sighs> I'm just so, I, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. And then there's a party in episode six because that's what the Twitterverse tells me. Yay. I don't know. Hayden, it's can you- that I, well, I Can you tell us anything? Maybe, how about this? Can you tell us anything about future Jude? About future Jude? Yes. Um, well, obviously, you know, we ended off with, you know, kind of Jude accepting himself as being gay and labeling himself as being gay. Super gay. Super gay. We, I know. Super gay. <laughs> right. Uh, and we also, you know, found out that the relationship between Jude and Connor is not over, that they're mm-hmm. still together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that in the future, obviously, in six, you know, Jude plans a birthday, which we were talking about how uh, we don't necessarily see enough of Callie and Jude together anymore. So now he's, you know, we're going to probably see a little bit more of that Yay. with them spending a little more time together with him planning that birthday for her. So it's uh, it's going to be exciting to see what Jude has brewing in his mind and what okay. Jude does with this birthday, which it'll be exciting. There, I, mean, I had uh, so much fun. I think everyone that was there had so much fun filming that. And 
There were so many people. So is there a pinata? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yes, a spoiler. <laughs> yes, at least we got an answer. Wow, Jeff. Hard hitting. I feel I like, like this. one of the serious questions. Right? I feel like AJ's going to kiss Callie at the party. I hope. Because Callie's probably going to look banging and he's going to be like, damn girl, look here. Bang. <laughs> so I guess the moms are out of town if Jude's throwing a party. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they're in support of it. Yeah. Ca- Callie just it got her like license. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, a birthday. I don't know. If, I mean, maybe Jude throws like and an Jude's all-out obedient. rave. Maybe Jude gets really crazy and he's just got like this insane oh. idea in his mind. They'll Close break another sticks. window maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. God. I'm just yeah. nervous. I hope Taylor's there. It's Taylor. <laughs> Taylor. Oh. We like, yeah. Uh. We like Taylor. Oh my God. I'm so nervous. Okay. So here's something hashtag controversial. Okay. Anytime the show has set up something as being like wonderful it always knocks it down. Be it like Mariana's like dignity, be it anything at all, Callie's adoption, knock it down. Okay. Um, I think something that they've not knocked down yet is the genre relationship. It's been like the high point of the show for so many fans. Mm-hmm. And that I think the writers know that when they do knock it down, when they do knock it down, it's going to destroy people and make them lose their minds. And I think as writers, <laughs> they kind of want that reaction. Honestly, everyone is like freaking out on Twitter. They're like, ask Hayden about the future of Jude and Connor. I bet you can't tell us anything. Can you? Nope, I can't. I, I genuinely, I wish I, you I know, right? I could, I, I come here and I tell you guys as much as I can. <laughs> and it's still not. Uh, I know. I still. I still need more to say. I think three B. It's probably gonna happen during three B. Yeah, because three A is not done. You and your poker face. You know what? I love Jonner, but I hope that maybe they introduce another gay character that one of them is interested in, because that would really shake things. I'm just talking about controversy. Jeff's talking about controversy. I'm trying to shake it up. No, but that, that's hurtful. <laughs> Listen, I it love Jonner, but like... It is the longest running relationship. Do we want to make you, this I interesting? Mean, it depends on how long they've... No, we just want to see a relationship we've develop seen, into magic. We've seen the Browley highs and lows. I mean, <laughs> what what has happened with Jude and... Con- I mean, J- you know, Jude obviously overcame this label situation and Connor got shot in the foot. But, you know. Good situation to overcome. Hardships all around. I mean, we need to figure this out. Like, I feel like there is going to be stuff that goes down. And Hayden, you text me when you know. (laughs) When it happens. (laughs) I know, like I said, though, but I've read, you know, we're we're only on four. We've still got six more until the end. Mm -hmm. And I've read them all. And so knowing what happens, like I always say, it's so much fun hearing you guys' predictions. Ah, I want to give you a knuckle sandwich right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's... Uh, it's great. I, I can tell you that about the genre storyline. Um, it gets, you know, it, it's always good what the writers write. And I think that, um, you know, whatever you see or hear, whether they do end in 3B or whether they end at all, I think that just remember that the Fosters always has a plan. They've always got something in their mind and they've always mm-hmm. got a reason for it. They would never do something just to anger the fans they love you guys we all do so dude Hayden Barley everyone aka boss yeah. <laughs> oh my god I think that's the perfect ending point that it, was. Is. it is so. thank you for being a wonderful co-host this, of this course. evening I'm glad to be back oh my god yes thank you so much um, where can everybody find you on social media until next time uh, well at Hayden Byerly on Twitter and I think it's Byerly11 on Instagram and then on the commercial world we still see you every 
day. Oh, of course. <laughs> I've been having a ton of Oscar Mayer commercials run around. So Nationally, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about you, Jillian? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jillian Leff, on my Facebook page, Jillian Leff Official. And please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just search for my name and it'll pop up. And I'm Stephanie Georgie. You can find me on Twitter, Periscope, and Snapchat at Stephanie Georgie on Instagram at the Stephanie Georgie. And I tweet from Jeff Masters One. Guys, next week we have a tentative guest, so we're not going to announce anything yet. But stay tuned because we will when we do. See you next week. Bye. 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 From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.